My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful! We have the right to peacefully assemble! The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Joe's Back! <laughs> God help us all. <laughs> God, God help us all. I walked in this morning. I just like, spit on myself. What is wrong with me? <laughs> Um, I walked in this morning and I was like, good morning. Apollo about just fell out of his chair. Like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, well, I've been gone for a couple of days. You guys <laughs> miss me. I know you miss me. Tell me you didn't miss me. You miss me. I did miss you. You miss me. You came in there with that, you know, that fiery Ultman energy, but it, it was too early for me. You caught me <laughs> off guard. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so much fun we have today. Oh, I need another, I need another pad for sure. Oh, it got me good. Yeah, have him give me another one of these, will you? Um, so, we, Apollo, on Wednesday, so everyone knows, on Wednesday, we're going to be going through the CEO of Dominion, John Polis, his interview on 60 Minutes. I want everyone to understand something. Number one, they are liars. Call them what they are. They are liar, 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 liar. They are absolute liars. They're not just partial liars. These people are sick, demented liars. And as I was watching the 60-minute interview, I kept looking at him going, I know that they got to have an FBI profiler in the back going, this guy could, could not pass any sort of even visual test. Couldn't do it. This guy is really, really bad. He is absolutely lying. I think the guy's a demon, personally. I'm allowed to have my opinion, I guess. Lizard person? Lizard person is actually a good way to put it. Lizard person. But he, he, he literally, <laughs> I, I don't even know where to start with this. He, he literally did not address any of the vulnerabilities that we've been able to uncover across the country, did not talk about any of the things that were uncovered in Mesa County, just said that it's misinformation and disinformation, and it's not true. That's it. And we're, wait, hold on a second. Let's all go home. Let's all go home. We can all go home and, and know that John Polis, the head of Dominion Voting Systems, who was best buddies with Eric Coomer of Dominion Voting you know, the head of the strategy and security for Dominion Voting Systems, you know, the one, don't worry about it, Trump's not going to win, I made blank sure of it. Yeah, that guy. That, that houses their, their business in warehouses and shady places all over the country. But no, nothing to see here. And in one case, has an office that's right next to the election office for a county, county municipality. Nothing to see here. 
Absolutely nothing to see here. Before we go any further, I do want to say this. We are winning. And there is a high probability that what happens on November 4th is going to lead us into, or excuse me, November 8th, is going to lead us into something very, very serious. I want to, I want to say, say this to you because there's been people out there talking about it. And they go, Joe, you're not supposed to go on the streets when they steal the election. That's what they want us to do. And so people are running around saying, we can't go, we can't go on the streets. We can't actually pro, we can't massively protest because that's what they want us to do. They want to have another January 6th. Right, Apollo? You've, you've seen it from everyone. Oh, yeah. Oh, I hope constantly. we don't do that. Now, let me just tell you the truth. That is them trying to basically control us with a little tether so that we don't stand up for the values of this nation. So let me just put it out there. Let me just tell you right now. I'm going to go stand in the street by myself if I have to. But come November 9th when they tell us, oh, don't worry about it. Don't, don't worry about it. It's going to take us a couple days to count it. When they steal elections, I'm not going to sit still. I'm not sitting still. I'm not going to sit back and watch. You're welcome to. But standing in the gap is doing the hard things. It's not trying to play chess. It's being authentic. And being authentic means you have to be willing to make sacrifices for your children and your grandchildren. This is not a game. They want to make it into a game. An RPG. Anybody know what an RPG is? Role-playing. Role-playing game. And they use role-playing games to figure out what people are going to do. And they use people in the market to say, do not go. This is not a call for violence. This is a call for accountability. This is a call to clog the system in all 50 states and demand that they use paper ballots and get rid of these machines. The fraud is in the machines. The fraud is the machines. The fraud is the mail-in ballots. And if you get rid of both of those things and go to mail... And by the way, the solution will cost us 80% less than what we're spending right now. Now, we're going to send billions of dollars to Ukraine. You guys literally need to go talk to your neighbors and say, you cannot be this stupid. You can't. You can't not see what is happening in our nation. But if we don't stand up, if we do not stand up, if, let me just say it again, if we do not stand up when they go to steal the election, our country is over. It's over. Ninth inning, bottom of the ninth, we're down by one, we are winning, bases are loaded. You got one of the top home run hitters sitting at the, at the home plate. And Nancy Pelosi is the one throwing the pitch. Now, whether or not you hit that ball, and you only got one out. Whether or not you hit that ball as a home run or in the field of play, we still win if you stand up. If you decide not to stand up, if you decide that these people that are running around saying, this is what's going to happen, but you have to wait because the military is going to get involved and they're going to take care of it for you. They have just purged the military of everything else. They purged the military. The military is purged. <laughs> it, it's been purged of all the good people. They're gone. You, you're, you're left with people like Mattis. You're left with people. I mean, you're left with people who literally would, but they would slit your grandmother's throat just to make a dollar. 
And yeah, there are good people in the military, but those good people in the military are taking orders. They're not giving them. And like they said in China, I know this is hard for you to hear. I get blocked everywhere, by the way. I get blocked everywhere for telling the truth. I'm telling you the truth. This is our beaches of Normandy. Right now, our beaches of Normandy. We're in it. We're living it. And by the way, we're going to go into a bunch of things today. The mainstream election narrative is nonsensical. It doesn't make any sense at all. You guys literally are, we're listening, we're listening to the people who literally have been stealing from the American people for decades. Nancy Pelosi has never made a bad stock trade. Her husband just, just cashed in on a million options on Google. <laughs> a million. Well, you know what, uh, what you said about baseball? I think it's a great comparison because, you know, what's going on with this whole narrative is they're telling us that it's going to be a close baseball game. They're not playing baseball, nor can they play it. They don't even know how to play. Like Manson, Nancy, you said Nancy Pelosi pitching. It's actually a great metaphor because you have Nancy Pelosi, can't play baseball in the first place. She's terrible at politics. She's terrible, uh, you know, at, at coming across as if she gives a damn about anything, as are the rest of these radical leftists. But they want us to believe that we're playing baseball. What, and we're going to have, what, Nancy Pelosi, like, drunkenly swaying around, throwing a pitch, just like she has been for the last two years, and all these idiots on the no, J6 no, no. committee? She's going to throw a ball, uh, and, she, and it's going to be like a 30-mile-an-hour, only because of gravity, 30-mile-an-hour <laughs> <laughs> ball to the ground, and is going to try and convince all of you, all of you are going to, he's going to try and convince you of one thing. Ready? It was a 107-mile-an-hour Ryan, or excuse me, uh, Nolan over the, over the base, I'm not a baseball player, over the base, fastball, 107 miles an hour. Come on! No, it's going to be like the cartoons, because you go and you're like, wow, that's a slow pitch. And then all of a sudden, someone's sitting there with a remote control, and it goes... This is how bad it is. We're, we're, we're getting convinced. <laughs> we're, being, we're being told that this is reality. Guys, you know it's not reality. Don't you? Don't you know it's not reality? Are we that stupid, really? Are we? No, we know we're not. But they want to make... <laughs> they, I'm, I'm being interviewed by a couple of, of news agencies today about this because we're passing out flyers. We're passing out flyers that tell people to vote on Election Day in person. Scandalous. It is scandalous. Let's put this up. They want to say that, that Nancy Pelosi's election fight is not about inflation. <laughs> election fight is not about inflation. This, see you next Tuesday, sorry, I'm saying it, I'll say it out loud, says on Sunday that the midterm election fight should be focused on cost of living rather than the global problem of inflation. When I hear people talk about inflation, we have to change that subject. <laughs> Inflation is a global phenomenon. No, it's not. It's tied to energy, period. End stop. Okay, sorry, that's not in the article. Pelosi says on CBS Face the Nation with Margaret Brennan, the EU, the European Union, the UK, the British have higher inflation rates than we do here. The fight is not about inflation. It's about the cost of living. If you look at what we're, we, Democrats, have done to bring down the cost of prescription drugs, 
to bring down the cost of energy and the rest of our legislation, you will see that we've been opposed every step of the way by the Republicans, and they have no plan for lowering the cost of living or helping with inflation. Let me explain something to you, you moron. Oh, let's go to the next one first before I do that. I got, oh, the issue has been top of mind. All right, ready? I'm going to, it's coming out in the media. The issue has been top of mind for the House Speaker and other Democrat leaders as midterm <laughs> crews draw near. Top of mind, 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 circle back, circle back, circle back. I feel like this is clown world. <laughs> Pelosi said earlier this week the Democrats need to improve their collective messaging on inflation, which has polled a top issue for voters this cycle. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy says Pelosi wants to change the subject away from inflation. <laughs> Tweet Sunday. The American people deserve a change away from the Democrats' one-party rule. Hey, listen, it is one-party rule. It is a uniparty. It is the establishment that are coming out against Trump. I'm really disappointed in Ron DeSantis, but he is his own man when he came out and supported Joe O'Day. Although I will tell you, I have met Joe O'Day in Colorado, for those of you that are talking about it, and he is a much better pick than Bennett. And you could say, Joe, the lesser of two evils, I would tell you that is not the truth. I would say it's not the truth. Listen to what I have to say here, okay? Joe O'Day was a construction guy, contractor, very successful. But every single person that I've talked to, and I've talked to, I am friends with people at a very high level in billion-dollar companies. And every person that has had the opportunity to be engaged with Joe O'Day likes the guy. Now, let me just explain to you the flip side of that for the people that are in Colorado, do not get mad at me. And please do not tell me I can't have my opinion. I've never told you you can't have yours. Well, he's pro, he's pro choice. And I would tell you, I don't agree with him on pro choice. I don't agree with him, but we're winning on the, on the, on the pro-life environment. We're winning because people are seeing that the value of babies is worth a lot. They're, that we should value the life of the born of the unborn. What the hell, O'Day, truth, truth is triumphant. What the hell, O'Day, sorry, that's a no. All right, listen to me. I didn't say I was voting for O'Day. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. What I said is better than Bennett. And if you go back and look at my, my do they call tweets on truth? My truths? My retruths? <laughs> I agree that he can't be that dumb, that he is playing the same political game that the American people are fed up with. So let me finish my statement before you go at attacking me. You don't get to do that. You don't get to attack me for, for talking about this. But it is an establishment perspective. What O'Day is doing is getting bad advice. I'm going to stand against Trump. Well, you're standing against over 50%, if not 60% of the American people. Not smart. Now, the fact that, that DeSantis is standing up for O'Day and saying, hey, look, you got to vote for him over... Bennett is a real thing. That's a real thing. It's a real thing to say we've got to recapture some of these seats. Now, will I vote for a rhino? No. Will I vote for O'Day? I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I don't, not a whole lot of options. I could abstain from my vote, but I think that's what they're looking for. Yeah. And CanCon said O'Day didn't win. Hanks won. You're right. They stole the primary. You're 100% right on that. And that is going to the Supreme Court. We are going to get a hand recount in Colorado. Much too late. Much too late. They'll say that it's moot. They'll say that they'll set precedent for future elections. 
But make no mistake about it, stolen elections have consequences. And here's what we're left with. But I'm just telling you about what people are telling me about O'Day. Okay? And the fact that I've met him and he's taken advice from people who are rhinos. Who believe that the rhinos, they, they actually believe their little world. But most people that are Democrats and Republicans have left those parties long ago because they've been left behind and betrayed by both parties. It is a uniparty. 150,000 percent. Hand count or F right off. Yes, CanCon, you're right. I, I agree with both of those. <laughs> I'm going to steal his, his move right here. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Okay, so I want to play this if we can. This is the video of Pelosi on Face the Nation. Yeah. I, I think we should play the whole eight minutes. It's honestly like it just, it just gets worse and worse. The, the entire eight minutes is just incredulous. It, it, is, it is that bad. And then I'm going to go through what Time Magazine said about the election coming up as they signal for another stolen election. Guys, listen to me. When I tell you what's going to happen on November 9th, it is every single American, pass it on, gets in the street, pass it on, and make sure that we shut down everything, pass it on. We have 25 days left of diesel fuel. That's the supply we have. We're in the largest crisis we've ever had. Go buy guns, go buy ammo. Go buy guns, go buy ammo. Go buy guns, go buy ammo, right? I don't even care if you buy it from us. Don't really care. Go buy guns, go buy ammo right now. Go buy guns, go buy ammo. I keep, I can repeat myself. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm a, a parrot. Ah, go buy guns, go buy ammo. Ah. <laughs> And then go stock up on non-perishable food, which you should have already been doing up to this point. But we're going to watch this video. I'm going to pause it every now and then just so I can be like. Yeah, pay very close attention to the words that she's using, guys. Everybody listening, I want you to, if, if you find a, you know, a nice little, little nugget of Pelosi in there, just, just put it in the comments because, I mean, the way that she describes reality is just ridiculous. Okay. Let's go. And we are joined now by Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. Good morning, and it's great to have you Look here at, that at the table. My pleasure. Thank you. Good morning. You have said a lot that hey, is going to be determined by turnout, but you've heard our CBS estimates have the Republicans taking the House with 224 seats. How do you shift the momentum? Well, let's just say, uh, first and foremost, good morning. Uh, good morning. It's Sunday morning, uh, 15 days or so before drunk. the election. Vote people are already voting. We're very pleased with our early vote for our owning the ground initiative. I, uh, it's interesting to me because for a year and a half, the media has been saying, oh, they've got, it's gone. President's party always loses in the off year. And now we're down to the stretch mm -hmm. and we're down to very close races. And we feel very confident. I've been in over 20 states since uh, Congress adjourned uh, in the last month or so, and uh, I see very clearly that the ownership of the ground is with us. It's about getting out the vote. Everything else is a conversation compared to that. Mm -hmm. But in order to do that, you have to have inspiration. You can't run on empty. And the fact is, is that uh, when I hear people talk about inflation, as I heard them there, we have to change that subject. Inflation is a global phenomenon. Yes. The EU, the European Union, the UK, the British have higher 
inflation rate than we do here. It's not, the fight is not about inflation, it's about the cost of living. And if you look at what we have done to bring down the cost of prescription drugs, to bring down the cost of, of energy and the rest in our legislation, you will see that there has been opposed every step of the way by the Republicans. Stop for a second. Okay, prescription drugs. The cost of a gallon of gasoline is up 118%. That's true. That's not false. That's true. Hamburger costs, on the average, 40% more. Our supply of food is up 40, 50, 60, 70%. Energy prices, not just at the pump, but across the board, don't align with the inflationary numbers. And they want to point out that the prescription drugs are down. No, they're not. They set a bill that is not set to go into effect until mid-2023. And if, if it's like the Inflation Reduction Act, prescription prices will do what they did when Obama was in office. And what happened there? I want to be clear. No one is going to lose their health coverage. Drop, 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 drop. You can't keep your health coverage. This is going to drive down the cost of health care. It went up 300% in three and a half years. Mortgage, healthcare. How does she say that infl inflation is, is not the problem, it's cost of living and we fix that? That's literally what she said? Cost of living is tied to inflation. Okay, let's keep playing this moron, please. Let's, Sorry, I got excited there for a minute. Let's, Let's keep playing. Let's keep playing the yeah. yeah let's Sorry keep playing. No plan for lowering the cost of living or helping with inflation. Absolutely, inflation is a global problem, and it, it's hitting a lot of countries very hard. Um, but there is also that question of fiscal spending. Uh, Congressman Jim Clyburn, who serves in leadership alongside you, said the following earlier this week. All of us are concerned about these rising costs, and all of us knew. This would be the case uh, when we put in place this recovery program. Anytime you put more money uh, into uh, the economy, uh, prices uh, tend to rise. Did you That's also not realize true. at that time that the congressional stop spending it. would add Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> okay. I, I'm having a hard time with this because economics, okay? Economics. They're not pumping money into our economy, okay? That's not what they're doing. They're pumping money into Ukraine, the WHO, the CDC to do testing, gain-of-function testing, which is now being done at university levels here in the United States. They're printing dollars into the economy. Printing dollars, but they're not injecting money into the economy. That's not what they're doing. Okay, keep playing to inflation. Did you see that risk then? Well, first of, first of all, government spending does. We had a, uh, a, a pandemic, and that brought down unemployment from 7% to 3.5%. <laughs> oh, my gosh. People back to work, children back in school, inoculations in the arm, and it helped 
take us through that phase of the pandemic. But let me just say that because of more people working in the rest, the national de the deficit has been cut in half from 2.8 to 1.4 uh, trillion dollars. That is a big change. So it is. It's. Yes, we had to take a step forward to solve the pandemic problem, but we did so in a way that would reduce the national deficit, and that is cannot be ignored. But on things like sending, you know, those $1,400 checks, putting yeah. cash out there, right. I mean, didn't that end up contributing to inflation? Do you have any regrets about the bills you passed and how you structured them? No, absolutely not, because this that was necessary uh, for people to survive. Our purpose it was, is, was that it was inflationary. The, the, but, but the point is, is that when you reduce unemployment, it's inflationary. That is a fact. When I was a new member of Congress, I was told that unemployment was dangerously low in our hearings on inflation and unemployment. Unemployment is dangerously low for what it does to inflation. But the fact is, the point is, is that this is about helping America's working families meet their needs, and that was essential to them. Uh, less inflationary than a $2 trillion tax cut for the high end that the Republicans gave, and we're still paying a price for $2 trillion, 83 percent of the benefits going to the top 1 percent. So we feel proud of what we've done. We feel proud of the mm -hmm. president. Uh, the national debt hit $31 trillion. To lower yep. their cost yep. and in doing so to reduce the deficit. Well, on the issues that voters tell CBS News are important to them, abortion ranks number seven. <clears throat> Up top, economy, inflation, crime, immigration. Was it a miscalculation to believe that the momentum from striking down Roe versus Wade was going to help Democrats? Uh, why not talk more about these issues around the economy? Well, I can just say this. Uh, nobody ever the elections are about the future. They're about uh, the economy. Everybody knows that. Nobody said we're doing in, uh, uh, abortion rather than economy, but it's it's about both. And Wait I can for tell it. you that that issue is Wait very, very uh, provocative and, and, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, encouraging people to vote across the country, yes. having just been there, not sitting in Washington, but while going around the country. But I would say this. 24% of likely voters, according to our polling, uh, are motivated by this and issue that's about a, that's Roe. a good number. But you need them to win, yeah, right? That's right. They but need me, to show yeah, up. Let me say this. Here's what it happened. Let's just talk about what this comes down to. In these races, and why I'm optimistic about it. I mean, it's a fight. These are close races. It's like the Olympics in a half a second. You can no, be gold, they're silver, not close. bronze, or they're not close. honor to be an Olympic. <laughs> they're not close. So these are a tough fight. Uh, Signaling the, are, the steel. Go ahead and take this down for a minute the media was before saying. I throw <laughs> They are not close races. These are not close races. Independent poll. This was an independent poll that we did two years ago about COVID. I did an independent poll on whether or not they thought the economy, that, that we should shut down small to medium businesses and make people stay home. And 74% said, no, we should open things back up. It's, the juice is not worth the squeeze, or the squeeze is not worth the juice. And yet the polls were saying that 70% believe we should shut down the economy because they lie, and the polls are not true. Remember, President Trump won in 2016. Polls had a 1% chance that he could win. 
They would poll 50 people and 49 said, I'm voting for Hillary Clinton. And he won. Because the overwhelming support, the overwhelming support for President Trump just completely killed it. And then we had the veil pulled back in 2020. And they said, we have to cheat to make sure he doesn't win. We have to fully cheat. We have to cheat and then just deny, 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 and then tie on the misinformation, disinformation campaign. She's not done yet. She does not. This is the same thing they said when they said our economy is super strong. People are basically losing their homes at record rates today. Record rates. Foreclosure wave is like a tsunami sweeping the country as they're raising rates and stealing from the American people. And they haven't even gotten started yet. Let's finish uh, Miss Stupid's uh, deal, please. Oh, they can't possibly win. No, we can possibly win. But here's the thing. In these districts, the district, the Republicans have said that if they win, they want to subject Medicare, Social Security, uh, help blackmail to the, lifting the debt ceiling. Uh, they have said they would like to review uh, Medicare and Social Security every five years. They have said that they would like to make it a, a, a discretionary spending that Congress could decide to do it or not rather than mandatory. So Social Security and Medicare are on the line. A woman's right to choose is on the line. The planet is on the line. Issues that relate to uh, prescription drugs. Yes. For years, we've been trying to get the, the secretary to negotiate for lower prices. Not we true. We couldn't get it done until we had the Democratic president and a, a strong majority, enough in the Congress uh, okay. to get it done. I, I want to ask you about that, the future and the new yes. Congress, potentially. Yeah. Um, you told Andrea Mitchell earlier this week, we need generational change, but in some cases, there's no substitute for experience. Right. Will you remain in leadership in the new Congress? I'm not talking about that. I'm here to talk about how we win the election. But to deliver uh, on I, all I these was only things. Paying, I was only paying Andrea a compliment for all the experience that she has. <laughs> the, but the fact is, we so, need to. So you may or you may not. I'm not here to talk about me. I'm here to talk about the future America's working families for the children. It's always about the children. Mm -hmm. And the point is. Oh, this, my God. Always about the, the children. Um, always about the children. These tell, issues, tell me about the children. If you're a senior, you have a lot at risk. Yes. If you're a childbearing age woman, you have a lot at risk. If your family does, if you care, if you care about the planet, you have a lot at risk. They said it's a hoax. When we had the debate right. on our funding for uh, uh, addressing the climate crisis, not one Republican vote. When okay. we talked about so what we need to go forward with is more that we had in our agenda and child care, child okay. tax credit, uh, issues like that. Madam Speaker, I appreciate you coming here today. We did like what? This is about the children that they masked, the children that they forced to stay home in school, children that they didn't care about, children that they're boarding, that they say, you know, don't actually have a right to live up until uh, apparently a day after that they're born, the children who are being attacked by all the illegals coming over the border. Which children? I'd love to know which children she's talking about. I, I just wanna, I want to ask the, you guys listening, is this the brightest, is this the, is this the best we can do as people like Nancy Pelosi? I want you to know that she made over $300 million in her career with her husband with insider trading tips. Now, if any of you would have gotten access to those insider trading tips and would have used those things to make $300 million and never have a loss on a stock in 20 years, Never, not once have a, a loss on a stock to become worth a third of a billion dollars while making $160,000 a year in Congress, would you not be in jail? 
would you not be in jail? Would, you, would they not have Martha stewarded you? But you get to do it because, because they are, rules are for thee and not for me. You are a slave, and they are treating you like a slave. And the, I just, we, we have this video for Nancy on Colbert. Do you have it? Hmm? Let's go ahead and play this. What is your prediction for the election that's a little bit more than a month away? Madam Speaker, you have the floor. Okay, thank you very much. Well, I'm so glad you asked that question because I believe that we will win the hold the house, and we will hold the house. Our teeth almost fell seats. out. Uh, we won the 40 seats. Then we lost some when Trump was on the ballot. We lost some in the Trump districts, uh, but we held en held enough seats to hold the house with him on the ballot. He's not on the ballot now. Oh, did I say his name? I didn't mean to. <laughs> we'll have the videotapes fumigated. You, perhaps you could yeah. bleep that no out. Worries, okay. no worries. <laughs> I want to punch him in the face. They're going to win the house. Families are literally suffering. I went and had lunch with a friend of mine who I mentored through football. And we sat down there and his hours been cut to 30 hours a week at his company, 30. Now, during the pandemic, he was doing 50, 60 hours a week and he was working really hard and doing really well. He's like, Joe, I can't even pay the basic bills that we have. I go, how much taxes are they taking out of your paycheck? He goes like 40%, 30%, 40%. I take home less than 50% after benefits. I go, stop paying your taxes. Stop paying the taxes. Go tax exempt. I'm going to tell every American here that's listening. We need to stop paying the federal. We need to stop funding the federal government. Just stop funding it. And, and some of you are like, I can't believe you just said stop funding them. We are funding the very thing that is destroying our community and destroying our states and destroying our country. Stop giving them money. And he's like, man, everyone at work is talking about it, Joe. Everyone at work, and, and, and he, by the way, he is a Democrat who hates Biden. He wasn't a big fan of Trump. Now he's like, man, I wish Trump was back in office. My family was thriving when he was in office. Thriving. Now, now his wife is actually having to work extra hours. He's picking up a second job. D does Nancy Pelosi look like she's picking up a second job? No, because she doesn't have to. While all this is happening, nah, her husband gets to go out there and do a million options on Google and make, I don't know, what, eight, 10, 12 million dollars? How come you guys can't do that? How come, our, how come people in our communities, we can't do that? How come we can't eat? Only they get to eat? You're a slave. This is institutional slavery. And now you got people like Bill Gates and you got others that are talking. They're talking right now. Here's what they're talking about. There's going to be climate taxes. Are you effing kidding me? People are taxed to death. They can't drive on a highway. We're no longer building highways to expand highways to handle the flow of traffic. Now we're expanding it and saying this is a tollway, and only if you pay us can you get home within the next hour. 
Why am I saying the quiet part out loud and it's something you guys all feel, but we're not willing to step out and say, you don't represent us? Tell me what rule and tell me what they've done in government on both sides of the aisle that has helped the American people over the last two decades. I'll wait here. Now keep in mind, a large part of everything that is faced at, at, in, in the, the everyday blue-collar world did not affect me. I was fine. I'm sitting here talking about it, and I just had to write, uh, I, I have to pay my taxes like everybody else. But I'm making a decision in 2022, what do I do? How do we stop the beast from feeding on our flesh? How do we stop them from stealing our voice, from taking our elections, from, from doing what he did on Colbert, Colbert? Trump's bad? The most prosperous four years that we ever had as a nation and the first time in decades we were not engulfed in a war. First time. Four years. No wars. She won't even say his name. Meanwhile, his, every one of his events are still packed. People line up for hours, for days in advance, still, to this day. And they say that inflation isn't, isn't the number one issue. They just had an 18-point swing in independent women because they don't care about abortion right now because everyone's suffering. What kind of delusion is this? We, we are, they want to stop me from speaking about this and being Captain Obvious for you You know, the, I'm tired of talking about it. Matter of fact, maybe make sure we bleep Nancy Pelosi because that piece of trash doesn't belong out of my mouth and into the ears of anyone. This is garbage. This is trash. Claiborne, trash. Biden, trash. Blinken, trash. I go down the line. These are all the trashiest pieces of trash in our country that are now barking orders at you and treating you like a slave. I don't give a crap what color you are. They have literally treated you like a slave. Get back in your place, slave. Let us handle the election, slave. That's misinformation, slave. That's disinformation, slave. You're a slave. I got canceled off a ticket at a Republican event that they six months ago got on my calendar to have me go speak because they didn't want to hear this truth. This is truth. Stolen elections have consequences, and you are nothing but a slave, and that's how they're treating you. And the elections are getting kind of weird. This, elections are getting weird. Elections are literally going, I don't even know what, what to call it. What do I call it? What do I call this? Put up B1. Anger on their minds. NBC News poll finds sky-high interest and polarization ahead of midterms. 80% of Democrats and Republicans believe the political opposition opposes a threat that, if not stopped, will destroy America as we know it. Less than three weeks before Election Day, voters' interest reached all-time high for a midterm election with a majority of registered voters saying the election is more important to them than past midterms. What's more, 80% of Democrats and Republicans believe that political opposition poses a threat that, if not stopped, will destroy America as we know it. And two-thirds of Democrat and Republican voters say that they'll still support their political party's political candidate, even if that person had a moral failing that was consistent with their own values. That's not true either. 
It gets worse, though. Some of the major findings of, of a, a new national NBC News poll, which shows a competitive contest in November and offers positive sites for both parties. On Democrat side, Joe Biden, his approval rating remains steady at 45 percent. Who in the hell would give him a 45 percent? How could 45 percent of anybody think this piece of shit is even remotely good for this country? While congressional preferences continue to be relatively even, 47% of registered voters preferring Democrats to control Congress versus 46 who want Republicans in charge. They're signaling, guys. Threats to democracy are voters' number one issue for the third straight NBC News poll. If that is true, then how come they just had a poll that said that people don't really give a crap about what they have to say? Yeah, and then just as a reminder for that, so just l let's understand what's happening here. They're telling you flat out to your face, people are so polarized now in this left versus right box that the overwhelming majority of both sides think that the other is an existential threat to the nation. What they don't tell you is what the actual numbers of Americans who, uh, you know, agree with Republicans who see this radical left agenda as the agenda of the devil. As something that is completely destroying our country and aims to. And again, we go back to uh, this Siena poll. 71% of registered voters agreed democracy was under threat, but only 17% described the threat in a way that aligns with the mainstream media. Focusing on Republicans, Trump, political violence, election denial, there it is again, authoritarianism, etc. When asked to volunteer one or two words to summarize the current threat, government corruption was brought up more than anything else, including Trump and Republicans. So what they're telling you is, yeah, it's more polarized than ever, but only 17% of Americans agree with the mainstream narrative, which means how many agree that the America First platform is the right one? That's right, over 80% of the country. But All right. they're going to win. Ready? Remember, Charlie Kurt is the one that came out and said that the election wasn't stolen. They're not sure it was stolen, right? We have people in 45 states that are watching poll places, poll, poll boxes across the nation, watching poll boxes across the nation. And some of the shady stuff, that we, we're actually just, we, we just started approaching people. You have people that are blocking out their, their license plates when they drive up. We're, we're collecting a mountain of evidence so we can get people to get in the street. November 9th. And machines are going to cheat. They cheated in the. They cheated in every election, and they want to tell us that kids should be groomed, white people are bad, some sort of thing here that we should be fighting each other while these guys are literally eating off of our carcass. But Charlie Kurt, I think we red pilled him. I think he watched the show. Time Magazine said this, Americans are casting midterm ballots at record rates, which means the result might take longer. Step one, set the narrative. Do you remember what Bernie Sanders said in October before the election was stolen in November? You guys all saw it. The whole country saw it. You didn't need me. You didn't need to know about Eric Coomer. You didn't need to know about it. You saw it. And then we had mountains of evidence, 5,000 affidavits, 5,000 affidavits, and the Supreme Court came down and said, ah, we're not going to hear it. They don't have standing. 
And then the media ran with it. Oh, elections were taken away. Uh, election suits. Oh, all fail. Oh, oh, no evidence. No evidence. Oh, oh, misinformation. That's not true. They're liars. These people are straight liars. And then it just gets even weirder. You're not going to believe this. Fears over fate of democracy leave many voters frustrated and resigned. As, Amer as democracy frays around them, Democrats and Republicans see different culprits and different risks. That's not true either. But let's talk about the New York Times narrative. I mean, New York Times, man, th these are the people that said there was nothing to see with Koenig. Nothing to see with Koenig. The next day, the CEO was arrested in a kangaroo court deal, by the way. He, nothing will happen to him. Nothing will happen to Koenig. Let me be the first to tell you. The guy that gave all of our information on our uniformed military, DOD, and overseas expatriates gave all that information to China. Now, China's already bragging about it. Yeah, we got people at the highest levels. We own everyone. Nothing is going to happen. You want to know why? Because we don't have accountability. If we had accountability, Hillary Clinton would be in prison. Not for what she did just to the American people, but just the work that she did in laundering money and taking money away from people in, in Haiti. Over a billion dollars. But let's talk about this. It's a daunting to convince fellow Democrats their vote matters, says Tammy Wood. Party organizer who tried to fire up the crowd at Thrunies with arousing welcome Democrats, defenders of democracy. Both parties are making their final pitch ahead of the November 8th election. They are literally trying to make this the narrative that there's a civil war. I want you guys to understand something. There is no civil war. There is them on the side of the, the there is the communists, the Marxists, the people that are trying to destroy our country, and then there are Americans on the other side. Those are your two, two things. And so those of you at the FBI that are watching this, grow some balls and start standing up and become a whistleblower for your country. Oh, that's right. You're, you're, you're the Stroka guy. Peter Stroka's guy. You're one of those. Peter Stroke? Stroke. Stroka. Struck. Struck. You're one of them. If you guys don't remember Peter, the tweet that he did, or excuse me, the text message that he did with Lisa Page, do you remember this? What are you doing? Oh, I'm just trying to destroy this nation. That was his tweet, or his text message. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, they're also the best gun store in Colorado. Uh, between a mar massive arsenal of top-tier firearms, competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off 
everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, but you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online available to everyone across the entire country. Let's go, to, let's go to the next if we would. Uh, of course, just what is threatening democracy depends on who you talk to. Many Republicans are just as frustrated convinced the threat stems from liberal teachers, professors, and media personalities who they fear are indoctrinating their children. Undocumented immigrants given a path to citizenship or Democrats widening access to voting so much that they are inviting fraud. No, they are fraud. Michelle, 48, a moderate in uh, Waukesha identified Republican who fears the electoral system has already been compromised. I feel it's definitely crooked. I always think to myself, what is the purpose if I go to vote? Some crooked somewhere along the way is just going to put more votes in somewhere else than the real people's votes. I think they definitely tilted heavily on the Democratic side. Do we want equality or do we want to crush our opposition, which is men? Ms. Peterson asked. If I put out a sign that said, white heterosexual women matter, by the way, I love Jesus. Oh, could you imagine the reaction? Indeed, ask voters exactly what is threatening democracy, and the answers are varied by the individual who formulate them. No, anytime you try to steal the voice of American people, you're, we're not a democracy anyway. And again, government corruption. Here you go, Peter uh, Fluck, 61 retired police officer from Ashwan Benan, <laughs> outside Green Bay, sees a failure of government to protect their citizens and a breakdown of the rule of law as representing the unraveling of democratic control. Where does Mr. Fluck, now a bicycle and pedestrian safety consultant, see that happening? Not in the grainy images of lawlessness seen in countless attack ads against Democrats, <laughs> but in rising death tolls in Wisconsin's crosswalks and bike lanes. Mr. Fluke said in Independence he would probably vote for Mr. Barnes and Mr. Evers, although he is not of all this democratic democracy talk. In the end, he says he's most worried about his two daughters losing their right to choose an abortion. I bet you that guy doesn't even exist. Right, should we see if we can find Peter Fluke? Yeah, let's try it. Here's an article that was written that says political wins are one's favorite. You don't have to put this up. Favored Republicans in the coming midterm election appear to have shifted towards the Democrats, but in the quest for the House, geography may be destiny. Many congressional districts' lines were redrawn this year in favor of one party over the other, so much that even a hurricane force Yale cannot overcome the new built in biases. <laughs> and a few seats where Democrats can go on the offensive, they are honing in, homing in on abortion as the voting issue. Republicans are maintaining a focus on the economy while it's campaigning on the worried about crime in suburban and exurban districts around Seattle, Portland, Cincinnati, and Cleveland. They're also trying to use a surge in migration to expand their territory and border districts in Texas and New Mexico. You can't vote if you're not a, a citizen, so how is that possible? Of the 435 congressional districts in the United States, each of which corresponds to a seat in the House of Representatives, you can kind of go through this. The, right now, the Democrats currently control the House with a narrow 221 to 212 advantage. If Republicans gain six seats in the midterm election this November, they will retake majority control of the Democrats. You think they're going to let that happen, Apollo? We get in the streets, Democrats and Republicans, and we shut it down. All 50 states.
no violence. We just shut it down. And we don't leave until they recognize that we're done. We don't go to work. We don't pay taxes. We're done. We're finished. You want to stop it? Shut it down. Shut it down. When the truckers tried to go to D.C., they tried to reroute them and make sure they couldn't go into the D.C. corridor because they wanted to subvert the voice of the American people because it wasn't about a redress of grievances to them. It was about how can they control the voice of the American people. Literally everything that we're witnessing is about the election, you guys. Everything. Everything. Everything that we're witnessing, everything comes down to an election that was stolen. Everything. We've seen all the information on January 6th. We've seen it all. We know that they're lying to the American people. They know that they literally across the board in technology and media are trying to quiet the voice of the American people. They know that they will lie, cheat, and steal by their own words in order to make things look like it's Republicans that are doing all the damage. It's Democrats that literally have destroyed everything that they have touched. Tell me I'm wrong. Show me how I'm wrong. Show me. Chicago, Los Angeles, Detroit, New York, D.C., Prince George's County, Maryland. You want me to keep going on? I can go on. You want more? Austin. Now it's turned into a hellhole where people are being stabbed in the middle of the street. San Diego. Go to all the places run by Democrats. Go to them. And tell me what you see. The homeless population problem in Los Angeles is so bad that people are afraid to go to the beaches. They're afraid to go to the beautiful beaches of California. They're afraid. You see that girl who got stabbed in the back of the head with a pair of garden shears? Yeah. Or how about the four people that were stabbed by a homeless person? Four people stopped by a homeless person, and guess what? He was, he was charged with assault, and he killed one, was not charged with murder. You want to know why? You ready for this? You're not going to believe it. Was not charged with murder because she did not die of the stabbing. She died of a heart attack. Can't make this stuff up. Stabbed. Died. On the way to the hospital. Died. Not charged with murder because she died of a heart attack. Not a result of the bleeding. Of the stab wounds. This is what we're dealing with. When have the Democrats ever talked about stuff that is true? I'll wait here. Roe versus Wade will kill abortion. Did it? Or did it restore it to states' rights? But what did the Democrats say? Roe versus Wade was done to basically take away a woman's right to choose. Although I think you should take away the right to choose. I think that if you play... You should take care of the child. Now, here, here's the other thing, is that we're not actually tracing back. I'm sorry to get off Kelter here a little bit with you, but it's an economics issue. If the American family didn't have to pay 54 cents on every dollar, 52 cents now, 54 cents by the end of this year, 54 cents of every dollar to the government, more than they get to keep themselves. If they didn't have to pay them 54 cents, plus pay tolls, plus, 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 they could take care of a child. They could. That they could keep that money 
If they, if they could own their home. If it, if it wasn't so difficult and student and, and educations weren't $50,000 a year. If the government wasn't so concerned with dog and pony and politics and more about the, the community and the people in our community, we would have the value of life go up. No, it's a right to be able to kill a baby because you don't want to take care of a child. Why would you want to bring a child into this? It's genocide. But they tell you it's a right. But yet we don't actually talk about the fundamental rights that we should be talking about. Fundamental right to life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, not to be overtaxed or to have taxation without representation because that's what we've had as they steal elections. And the reason why they don't want to talk about stealing elections is because they're both complicit, both the left and the right. And this dog and pony show of people that run the country, no, the people that run the country are just a couple, four or five little elite groups, cabal groups, that over time have done everything they can to strip the American people of their dignity, creating chaos so they can steal even more from us. I wish I could tell you that all of this was just made up, but it's not. They're creating a projection in the New York Times that is not true. If Republicans actually stay home, go vote in person, we will literally take back every single one of our seats in the House of Representatives. Every one of them. We could take all 60, 162 of the solid Dems, we could take 162 of those seats. It could be the largest wave ever possible, and we could impeach this president, bring Trump in as the Speaker of the House. I truly believe that would be amazing. Own the Senate. If we had free and fair elections, the Democrats would not even have a seat at the table. Listen to what I just said. If we had a free and fair election system, Democrats would not retain a seat. And you would say, come on, Joe. It's a 50-50 country. All right, show it to me. Show, show it to me. Show me the 50-50 country. The, the map of this country shows that, that conservatives across the nation represent 90% of the people. And yet, somewhere along the line, you think that a Democrat, that, they're, they're, that they actually see, only stupid people would vote for what's happening in this country. They're pushing us to a, towards a world war. And maybe we just have more stupid people than I'm, I'm aware of. But I don't think so. I just don't think so. They're acting as if this is a very, this is a dog and pony show, as if this is going to be a tight race. And it's just not. It's not. So let's go into it. New York Times does break down the balance of Congress. Just fly through these a little bit. Democrats currently control the House with a narrow 221 to 212 advantage. Republicans gain six seats in the midterm. They'll now control, take majority of the Democrats. They're going to make it close. But they're going to take it. This just goes through... Uh, some of the help of independents that will be more like this. States redrew congressional districts ahead of these midterms with some of the help 
of the independent commission, but most under the supervision of political leaders. And then here's what you have, 162 seats that are solidly Democratic. Another 26 are rated as likely or leaning Democrat, 23 are toss-ups. And likely leaning Republican is 10 and solid Republican is two. Based on the ratings, Democrats could lose 12 seats to Republicans. If Democrats lose even a handful of those seats, they will lose their majority. Republicans in favor keep most of the seats they hold now. Just eight Republican seats are toss-ups and three Republican seats are favored to flip to Democrats. There's, there, there's not any that are favored to flip to Democrats. No. Republicans are favored to flip 12 seats from Democrats. Democrats are ready to flip just three. There, there is no flipping of three seats, people. There is no flipping of three seats. This is New York Times. They're if, literally telling you flat out, yeah, it doesn't look good for us. I mean, it, we, we are in a place right now where I'm just telling you, I'm going to tell everyone, if you think... If you think somewhere along the line they're not stealing elections, you have literally lost your mind. There, there aren't 214 seats that would people, there aren't that many stupid people out there that would vote for 214 Democrats. It's not true. Look at this. Even if all toss-up districts where Dems are incumbent remain Democratic, <sighs> Republicans will gain control. But here's the problem. The Democrats will remain in control anyway. You want to know why? Because Republicans are in this thing called Unify. And now trying to create unification like Wayne Williams and Phil Weisner in Colorado. It is crazy to think that this is what we're dealing with right now. This is absolutely nuts that we even have to have the conversation about this. We'll go for a couple more minutes. I want to play this article and then want to talk about this software really quick. But uh, let's go ahead and play this Nancy uh, clip, C-13. Mm-hmm. has more salience than anything that what's her name my husband say right let me just get your reaction real quickly do you think that comment that was made um by house minority leader kevin mccarthy about blank check is that a disqualifying comment for someone who is third in line to the presidency Was I not clear? Uh, we are going to win this election. So it's not I, a question. I, no, I understand, where I understand he may that. Be. Yeah, where he may be. I, I, is, I understand that. It, it should be, a, I don't know if it's disqualifying, but it should take, people should take that into consideration if they mm-hmm. care about democracy. And democracy is on right. the ballot, not just because of support for Ukraine, but because of trying to nullify elections, voter suppression, overturning. Uh, elections after the fact, if they don't like the outcome, lie, lie, lie. A very uh, uh, clear way that they've given notice, not just mm-hmm. nullifying, but giving the impression uh, that the election didn't even take place. Right. There's something very well, wrong with that. But again, democracy on the ballot, we want it to be strong. Uh, the planet on the ballot, we want it to be safe. Our j- values on the ballot, we want them to be uh, uh, respected, and we fully intend to win. Where is her confidence coming from? Do you remember Bernie Sanders? I want everyone to understand this is a big deal. Where does, her, where does it come from? Where does the confidence come from? It comes from them stealing elections, stealing your voice. You are a slave. You are an absolute slave. And it's time for us to stand up and say we're done being slaves. And it's been going on for far too long. 
We've been living in the margins for far too long. 54 cents on every dollar goes to the government so that they can basically use it as a whipping tool against you. They don't deserve 54%. They don't, they don't deserve any of it for what they've done to our nation and done to our kids, done to our community. They deserve none of it. You want accountability? It starts with making sure that you cut off the head of the snake. And since we can't see what the head of the snake is, it's time for us to stand up and put our hands up and go, we're done. We don't belong to this. We're not your, we're not your cattle. And just to show you how much they don't care about you and how much they want to steal everything with from you, controversial election software to remain in service in the Bay Area. Alameda, Contra, Costa, and San Francisco counties all use the poll chief software to manage poll workers' data and track voting equipment. Connick, the company behind poll chief, has been accused of storing sensitive data in China. Storing? No giving sensitive data. This is how bad they are. Bay Area counties defy, defend use of election software and snarled in China data sharing probe. They're still using stuff that is giving your information to the enemy. Pelosi, and so let's just get right into it. Pelosi's confident in the outcome demand machine-free elections. On Sunday evening, 60 Minutes trotted out John Polis. Just so you know, we'll be talking about John Polis on Wednesday with CanCon. CEO of Dominion to reaffirm the world, or at least a few thousand watching 60 Minutes, that election voting equipment deserves public trust. It is the same John Polis that testified before Michigan legislators that the machines couldn't connect to the internet. Quick side note, Colorado State, Secretary of State now issues guidance to county clerks on how to periodically check that the machines haven't accidentally reconnected themselves to the internet. The first time this guidance was used was in November 2021. Prior to that, no one checked because the party line was they can't connect to the internet. Pelosi is confident that the same reason Biden campaigned from his basement, it's already been decided. Already been decided. The midterm, your vote is more important than ever. We don't care who you vote for. But you show up and cast your ballot in person on election day. Election day turnout frustrates the algorithms and causes election thieves to adopt in real time, increasing the likelihood of their apprehension. Determine which candidate reflects your values and show up to vote in person on election day. All polling indicates the American people are ready to ch for change. Real change, by the way. Less than a third of voters, 27%, believe the country is heading in the right direction. While roughly 66% of the nation is headed down the wrong track. It's Rasmussen's report. The economy is obviously the electorate's most important issue of this year. 81% was second place, seeing similar shares of Democrat-favored gun violence, abortion, and Republican-favored gun rights, borders issue. 70% of all registered voters expressed high interest in the upcoming election, either a 9 or a 10 on a 10-point scale, which is the highest percentage ever to survey in the midterm election at the same point in time. In 2020, we had no idea what system you had in place. After two years of studying the methods of our election systems, 2022, we now know. We're monitoring the data as it comes in, and we're watching to see if you'll do it again. No university of the American people vote to retain the status quo. Not when 81% view the economy as a top problem and 68% see government corruption as the greatest threat to America. Our demand for remedies, we demand machine-free elections. We demand the removal of electronic voting equipment. We demand free and fair elections. Free and fair elections. And we are watching. Go ahead and take it down. Is it any wonder, given that critically important, what, how the, uh, which we already know, how showing up in person screws up your algorithms? Is it any wonder that they're attacking you for handing out flyers? 
telling people to vote in person? Yeah, so just so you guys all know, I'm going to be uh, doing an interview with Nine News here in about 12 minutes. It's your interview. I'm like, okay. They're like, yeah, we want to ask you some questions. Okay, ask me questions. They, they want to figure out why it is I would tell people to vote in person. Because there is built into the source code. The source code is the problem in these machines. The connection to companies like Runbeck, ESNS, Smartmatic, Dominion, they are all in it to steal your voice. They are working with, it's the same way the media is, is hiring ex-CIA and FBI people who have been completely, completely pushed out in the open as frauds to the American people. Disgraced. And now they're commentators in the media. They're working at the highest level CIA people at, F, at, at Facebook and Twitter. They're lying and cheating and stealing and doing everything in order to push towards this one world government. This one world. They can control everyone. We're all ants to them. And they get to decide who wins and loses and what you're allowed to have or not allowed to have and what opportunity your kids are allowed to have. And, and, and frankly, minorities, as they prop them up and say, oh, it's, we need equity. They're, what they're basically saying is we're going to destroy you too. And we're a bunch of racists because that's what they are. They are the racists. They are the homophobes. They are the people that try to destroy the evil of our society. It's in the source code. It's if they wanted to solve this problem, they could solve it in 15 minutes. We could solve the problem in 15 minutes. Serialized ballots. Vote in person. Make election day a federal holiday. If we can give dead presidents a holiday, we certainly can give a holiday for people to go for the most important thing to ever have that they could ever be bestowed upon them, and that is their voice. Get rid of mail-in ballots, shrink the precincts, hand count them, put them in a machine that's transparent for the American people, and what, let's see what happens to our nation then. But they don't want to do that. At an 80% savings, they don't want to do it. Because they want to steal your voice. This is all about a fraud on the American people and funneling money through nonprofits so they can steal your voice. Funneling off your hard-earned tax dollars and then taking more. And when they're done with that, they'll take even more. They don't care about you. You are an inconvenience to them. And so if you want this, if you, if you want to change it, you got to stand up. You got to stand up. My dad told me, he says, what's right is rarely popular, and what's popular is rarely right. And what they're trying to tell us is the right thing to do is absolutely not right. No, I wouldn't give that piece of trash Kyle Clark an interview if you're the last person on the planet, little midget Antifa piece of garbage. No way. Okay. With that said, I'm going to tell you this. Jesus was not a pacifist. Nope. And David didn't walk down to Goliath and say, hey, you want some tea? No, David went down to Goliath and he slayed him with a rock right to the middle of his forehead. And when he was done with that, he cut off his head. So if you think at some point that when we talk about accountability, that we're going to be pacifists, we're not. We're going to use force, not violence, but we have to get in the gap. We have to start doing things to protect our community. And Republicans and Democrats, we will, we will set aside the R and the D. We'll come to the middle and say, hey, we're an A. We're Americans. That's what really needs to happen. 
Get rid of this nonsense. Here's the last thing I'll leave with you before I pray for you. I told you I sold drugs when I was 16. The rule was keep quiet. Take this package. I want you to deliver it over there. Put it in the backpack. Deliver it over there. The reason why I'm saying that is because when the government becomes organized crime, then the reason why we have drugs and everything else that we have right now in our communities is because they're dealing the drugs. They're dealing the guns. They have people in every walk of life, in every area. They're letting criminals out on the street. They're pumping them full of drugs because the government has become the criminals. The government has become the organized crime. They are the one putting the drugs in the backpacks and sending people out there. They are the ones putting the guns in the backpacks and sending them out there to do harm in your community to you and your kids and your grandkids to make you a victim while stealing your right to defend yourself. You don't believe me? I can't help you. But if you think for yourself and you look at it and you've had the experience of going from both doing really well, but also living a life that, you know, I probably was not very proud of. I had to survive. If you, if you look at, at, the, at the balance, it's there. They are the criminals. And they are robbing you blind in so many ways. And they're, they're not even stealing just your money. They're stealing your dignity. They're stealing who you are as a, and they're stealing your kids. So think about that when you start making decisions. Let's go ahead and pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity we have today. Thank you for the voice that you've given us. Thank you for the courage that you've bestowed upon us. Thank you for the walk that you've put us on and for putting us on mission towards the light of restoration in our community, Father. Thank you for the wisdom by which you've bestowed upon us and for the stamina, just the ability to get up every day and to fight for those that frankly, we'll probably never fight for us. Help us to stand together and become ambassadors of truth, Father. Help us to, to do the right thing, to honor you. Help us to get on our knees and pray for discernment. But Father, more than anything else, please help us to set aside our petty differences and to focus on you as we focus on restoring you to our community and holding people accountable Father, I would ask you to pull back the veil with all the groups and all the people that are watching closely over the elections. Father, I would just ask you to, that, to lift up the walk door-to-door -door strategy that we have, to give flyers in everyone's hand, to tell them to go and vote on election day, to watch and, and to report any of the, the shenanigans that are happening across our, our nation. Father, I would ask you to, that, that we would have not a red wave, but we would have a wave of Americans that can stand up and take out this illegitimate regime and these evil CCP-controlled individuals in our country. Father, help us to see truth. But help us also that we can speak truth. We can speak truth with courage and we can give back to our communities in such a way that we can become examples for each other, not based on an R and a D. We know that the establishment on the, on the right is no different than that of the radical left. So, Father, I would just ask you to supernaturally step in the gap on this one. This, this is our time, Father. We recognize that we are willing to stand up, but please give us the courage, give us the stamina, allow us to feel that our faith is aligned with what 
vision you have for the future. Help us to love our children, Father, to love our neighbor, and to do the right thing. I ask for all of these things, Father, boldly. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. I, I, w- I want you, yes, somebody said quick trial. Yeah, let's do a quick trial. I'm all for it. Guys, it's great to be back. I'll see you guys at 4 o'clock tonight. Wednesday, we'll be on with CanCon, walking through this and dissecting the 60-minute uh, liar episode. Uh, I got kicked off of Facebook, uh, again, personally, for saying that I was going to go scorched earth on the Dominion CEO. That, it's, it's violence. Scorched earth, by the way, is, means you're going to tell the truth about someone. But they can't handle it at, at Facebook because they literally are strategically. So we are, I, I'm done. I asked my attorneys, I was like, please sue Facebook. It, it's not going to happen in time, but sue them. Sue them. I also instructed several of the companies I deal with to cut off any money that goes to them. I called a couple friends and asked them to cut off Facebook. It's time that we stop doing business with the devil. I only hung out there because people were there. We gotta we gotta choose different paths. We gotta choose Truth Social. So find us at Joe Oltman at Conservative Daily uh, Podcast on Truth Social. Find us there on on Telegram. Although I gotta tell you, I got a really bad message that said that Telegram is absolutely compromised. So uh, take it for what it's worth. I'll get some information on that. I'll try to get back to you on whether or not on what that information is. But we have to consolidate around things. Ye just actually bought Parlor. Maybe we should go back to Parlor. We should go back to what we know started this in December of 2020 and start speaking and collecting ourselves around truth. All right. God bless you all. I will see you in the gap, and I'll see you tonight at 4 o'clock. God bless you. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the Fax Blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the daily fax blasts, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.